0: You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome back to Radical Disruption and happy new year. I cannot believe that it is already 2024. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season. Today's episode kicks off part one of a four-part client spotlight series where I am bringing on a few of my clients to talk about their journey as an entrepreneur and the key pieces that have led them to massive success. Today's guest is Tina. Tina has invested in pretty much all of my offers, and she started diving into my offers around October 2022, with the online blueprint being her very first offer. A little bit more about Tina before we dive into our conversation, though. She has a deep love for the bookish world and has been a big reader her whole life. After a year of having a Bookstagram account, sharing her love for books, forging relationships with authors and publishers, and growing her account from 0 to 90,000 followers she realized that she had something that many people could benefit from. An understanding and strategy for growing a community in the book niche. After a year, she decided to leave her non job that she had lost passion for and start her own business in the book niche. Tina now helps debut authors to best-selling authors craft accounts that get their books into hands of people who will love them. She coaches everything bookish towards success, from bookish businesses launching products to helping hobby accounts monetize. And within her first nine months in business, she hit $100,000 in revenue, built passive income streams, and was working 15 to 20 hour work weeks, all while being a mom of three young kids. Her goal now and always will be to build a business that supports the life she wants, which is spending most of her time with family and, of course, reading every day. I am so excited for you to hear from Tina, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, I am so excited. I have Tina here with me, and we were just chatting a little bit before we got started saying how much we love just chatting with each other. And now we get to continue the conversation with you and dive into uh, her journey and like I said in the intro, this is part one of four of um, bringing some of my clients on to talk about their journey. People who have really inspired me, who have been really impactful on, in my own business. And so I'm really excited to have you here, Tina.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm super excited. And I'm like, what? How? I'm inspired by you. That's the only way this works. <laughs>
0: No, that was
1: really
0: sweet. No, you you're so sweet. I would love for you to dive into a little bit more of your journey. So obviously, in the intro, people got a little sneak peek as to Mm -hmm. what it is that you do. But how did you get started in the bookstagram world? And actually, before you dive into that, what is bookstagram for those who (laughs) don't know? People are like, "Wait, what are you even talking about?" Can you give a little definition and then tell us about how you got started?
1: That's a really great question, because I had not known what it was for a long time as well. But uh, it's just basically a niche within Instagram. So they call it Bookstagram. And it really is everything that has to do with books. It's authors, readers, writers, publishers, just book businesses, anything that has to do in there. And there's also book talk, and there's, you know, there's the book community everywhere on all social media platforms. So that's what uh, Bookstagram is. and how I got started. So, I have always loved being a reader my entire life, like grew up with my parents' influence and going to libraries and stuff. And so, yeah, that was just my obsession. And then it was really, I had been looking at a few accounts on Instagram that were bookstagrammers. I was always like, wow, their life is so cool. They get free books, they're just reading, they post all this content and their reviews. But I don't think I could ever do that. I don't really know where to start with that. So, it was a friend who, she started an account and told me about it. And it was really that was a Christmas Eve. And I was just like, you did it. Can you just tell me how you did it? And then I just that night was like, I'm just gonna start it. I don't know what I'm doing. I I know I like books. So I'm just gonna start an account. And it was really just on a whim. Also a long time dream. And I just dove in not really knowing what was
0: going on. I love that. And in terms of timeline, how many years has it been since you got started? So like, when was that? This was,
1: when was this? December, no, December 2021. So it was like the COVID year, which yeah. was gnarly for everybody. Uh, and then that was a hard year for me. December 2022 was, 2021 was when I started the account. And then it was one year after that, which was December 2022, is when I started my business and basically transitioned it into a whole business. So. It was really like I had a year of having that account, pure hobby, having a lot of fun, learned a lot, uh, made a lot of relationships with authors, other readers, grew my account from zero to 90,000. And then just really through that whole experience and my the job that I've had for the last 11 years of coaching and mentoring, just realized that you know I have something that I think a lot of people could benefit from. And I have this understanding and strategy to grow this community in the book niche. It's a humongous I, I didn't know how big it was until I started. I was like, this is something really random, but yeah. there's there there are millions of people in this community and uh at that same time I was growing, you know, just spending my time doing something for, as a hobby. I had three kids. My youngest kid was not even 2 years old. I was working 20-30 hours a week at my job and I had this dream to start my own business in the book niche. And so it all kind of a lot of things came together at that time where I was like, okay, I saw an opportunity, made a really scary decision, uh, one of the scariest probably as an adult for sure, where yeah. I quit a stable coaching job that I had for eleven years. I had a family to provide for. I was like, there can't be a plan B. Like, I have this business idea. I don't know if it's gonna succeed or fail, but it has to succeed. I have yeah. three months of severance for like this to succeed. Um, And so, yeah, that was, so it's been 10 months now. Uh, December 22 is when I transitioned and was like, I'm starting my business and I'm going to teach other bookish creators how to grow and monetize their own platforms organically. And so, yeah, it, it's been,
0: it's been a wild ride <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I want to take a few steps back. So for, was there like a light bulb moment for you when you were like, oh, I'm going to just start monetizing? Or was it kind of just like one of those things where it was like, you just woke up one day and you're like, I'm just going to do it and like kind of go for it. But like, I don't know, like, did you listen to like a podcast? Like, did you see a post on Instagram? Like what kind of like influenced that decision? I feel like
1: there were so many, there wasn't one light bulb moment exactly, but it really was a combination of actually, so I started earning money through this account without trying. So at first it was just through collaborations and people reaching out. And I was kind of like, oh, like, I'm actually seeing a few thousand dollars come in. Just, you know, I a lot of like influencer like can yeah. do that. And it was really unintentional. And then uh, I had been following you for I think it was a year <laughs> uh, and just seeing your whole journey. And I was like, what? How is she doing all this? And <laughs> obviously with and it really was this combination of wanting something for myself. That was a passion. That was. Something that was mine, this longtime dream, you know, of wanting to start my own business, really seeing you grow your own business. And I was like, wow, that was just so inspirational for me to even see and and see you rebrand and pivot uh, from being an Instagram coach to uh, more of an Instagram slash business coach combined. Yeah. And so that was really big for me to see. Uh, And then alongside that, I feel like this light bulb moment was when I was sitting in the car, we were driving up to. like Northern California for Thanksgiving. And I was, I remember being in the car and just looking at my phone and my husband was like, how much money have you even earned from your bookstagram account? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And I just kind of on my phone in my notes app, like typed it all up. And I was like, actually it's a few thousand dollars a month. Like that's, that's kind of like the same as my income (laughs) from my job that I'm working 30 hours. Like what if I went all in and did like, that's, that's just through brand collaborations. I was like, I could do something like, but what will it be? And so at that same time, you had your Black Friday big sales and stuff. So when I saw that, it kind of was like, is this a sign? I'm just going to buy the online blueprint. Yeah, And then that just taught me how to create offers. I put in my <laughs> two weeks notice, literally the next week <laughs> of my job. And I was I like, I-, I know how to make offers now. I have this idea. I believe in myself. And that's how that happened. <laughs>
0: I love that. For those who are listening and they're like kind of on the the verge of like they're like I want to leave my job. I should I leave my job? I don't know if I should leave my job. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have to them? Uh, it's so complicated. Like I want it
1: okay, uh, not to like throw anything under the bus. I loved my prior job as a nonprofit. I loved mentoring and coaching yeah. young adults and college students. I was I was really passionate about it. I lost that passion <laughs> and it was over this the course of several years where I was like, I would like to leave this job. I'm not passionate about anymore, but I have no idea what I can do next. Yeah. Uh, and the couple pieces of advice was one, I do wish I left sooner just because I was like, I, this is just not something I'm passionate about anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I do. Sometimes I kick myself where I was like, I should have just took that dive a lot sooner but yeah. you also realize that especially when you have kids and a family like you a lot of times you're not in a position to make to take that risk i realize that i have a lot of privilege where i have a husband who works and <laughs> brings in yeah. income so a lot of times if you're on your own you have no other option or things like that and so and my job also offered 3 months of severance so i think i just was like my advice would be start sooner <laughs> if yeah. you really want that and the second thing would be You know, it's okay. It all happens in your own time. And I was just thinking as well, if I had started this business, you know, 10 years ago when I went or five years ago when I wanted to, I would have missed out on a lot of the growth and development that happened on my end along the way. And, you know, raising my family, homeschooling my kids, and things like that, where I was really able to devote myself into other things and have a lot of life experiences that brought me to a place where I could do this. So it's kind of like, I wish I had started sooner, but at the same time, you know everyone's journey is so different and unique everyone yeah. has a lot of different barriers but you know you can't compare one person's journey to another and so it would be accepting and being okay that whatever that time is for you that's okay as well so i don't know and then the third thing was is would just be to go for it yeah <laughs> i i feel like i've had this conversation with so many people this past year and a lot of friends, you know, or people um, in the community as well. And everybody's sitting on a dream. I feel like so many people are just sitting on these dreams and are feeling like, well, I don't know if I can do it. So it's really a combination of a lot of factors where like, is it the right time for you? Um, <laughs> like, is it okay to take that leap of faith? The thing that's really exciting for me is to help other people make that transition as well and saying like, okay, you just need the tools, the resources, and that opportunity to really jump on that. Yeah. So
0: I also feel like a huge thing you were talking about too is not having a plan B where you're just like, I... This is it. Like I, I'm going for it, and I'm gonna make it work. And I yeah. think that like so many people do, kind of like toggle back and forth. And it's not to say that, like mm. you can't have multiple passions. It's not to say you can't have multiple businesses. Mm. But I just think that there's so much power in going all in in something, and like not having that. Like, oh well, you know, if this doesn't work out, because then like part of you is always like, oh well, like I'm not fully dedicated. And a few years ago, like I like to have like a. Uh, I don't know, like a word or like two words, like a phrase, I guess, like that kind of that I use for the whole year. And so at the beginning of the year in January, I kind of choose that and my word a few years ago was all in. And that was when I very first like I didn't I chose that word not knowing that I would start my business that year. And it just, I don't know, so many things where I was just like, oh, this was like totally meant to be. But I chose that word when I was in network marketing. And then when I had the opportunity to pivot my business, I was like, let's just see what happens. And I left network marketing, which was something that I didn't think that I was ever going to leave. And it was something that I was still actually passionate about. But I was like, there's this other door, there's this other opportunity I'm going to see. And I know that I can't See what it will become if I don't give it my all, and so I went all in, and I think that that's very similar to your journey, where it's just like this is a decision that I made, I'm gonna go all in. Now, a question that I have for you though is, no one else at the time of you starting your business was doing. What you were doing in terms of like monetizing mm-hmm. and in terms of how you were pivoting and shifting. Do you feel like, was that scary to you not having really someone else to look at and be like, oh, well, like they're doing it? I can mm-hmm. do it too. It was like you were, you are the one that is paving the way for others. Like, how has it been for mm-hmm. you? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I also have so many things I want to respond
1: to what you just said as well. Go for it. You know, go back really quick because it it really was. Watching you, a few other people as well, like make a transition, start start your own business, kind of that all in mentality. If I seen that ahead of me, it would have been a lot harder for me to do it. Just to be like, I'm gonna do this for sure. (laughs) And so, really investing in uh, watching other people's journeys, including yours, is a huge one. That was really inspirational for me to say, okay, this is something that is doable. Out there doing this. And so yeah, I just I just wanted to say that too. So and then the other thing is yes, not having that plan B. I I'm glad you picked up on that because it's so true. I I was very scared. I have I've there's a lot of scary moments and hard moments in my life that I've been through. This is one that was like a self-inflicted, I am making an extremely scary decision. I day two of my like, and I was like, I'm putting my two weeks in. And once you're done, you're done with with this kind of job. It's a really like life change and everything like that. So I cried a lot. I (laughs) was very anxious. And the thing is, back to your question with there was no one else doing what I'm doing. Every day I had a million types of thoughts. One was, this is such a good idea. Why is no one doing this yet? this is, this is amazing. Like I, this is going to be great. The next minute I would be sinking into this depth of despair. Like this is such a idea. Like I'm going to be the laughing stock. I'm going to yeah. like, I'm going like, to fail. I had like equal, equal measures of, it kind of reminds me of, uh, Tangled <laughs> when she finally leaves the tower. I literally had that, um, playing in my mind a lot where I was like, this is the best ever. And then she's just crying and sobbing and like, I need to get back to, to my prison basically. So yeah, I definitely was, was really, really terrified, but I also, my belief in myself was, was a little greater than that. So thank God for that. (laughs) Where I was like, no, I, I really like, I have seen what could happen for me. I really believe that this is going to help so many people. You know, I want to help debut authors." bestselling authors, you know, people, also people who are just like me make these accounts and help authors get their books into the hands of people who are going to love them. I know I can help them do that. There are millions of authors out there who want to do that. And I, I'm like, I know how to help them yeah. do that. Um, and I can coach everything in this specifically book niche towards success. I, I knew that my knowledge could also apply to general Instagram yeah. coaching. But for me, I was like, I can't picture myself doing that. Like my passion is in the book yeah. world, is it gonna limit me by only, you know, helping people in the book world? Like, should I expand to really all kinds of things? I also in the beginning was helping, I coached a few other types of businesses, like a photography business, a chef, like yeah. there are different types of things. But then I realized, you know, this is where my passion lies. I don't know if that's gonna limit me or not, but I'm just going to keep niching yeah. down and spend my time with where my passion's at. I so. love that so much.
0: Very scary. yeah, yes. <laughs> And I don't think that like, it's meant to not be scary. And I think that that's why so many people are just sitting on the sidelines, not pursuing their dreams is because it is scary. And it does take a lot of courage and not just courage in getting started, but really like every like step of the way, like there are still times when I'm like, okay, what the heck am I doing, (laughs) you know, or like, I'll wake up some days where I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of nice to just have like a nine to five job where I could just like go in and clock out and like, Mm -hmm. and I just think like, again, it's, it takes courage every step of the way. And I think that that's so important to recognize is like, if you're like at the beginning stages, and you need that courage, like we're here to support you and here to cheer you on. But if you're like a few years into it, or even a few months into it, and you're like, hey, I need that courage too, we're here to cheer you on too we've talked a lot about like the beginning stages of your journey. I want to talk about what milestones have you hit recently? So like kind of like going, I guess, to like present day right now, but then also we can kind of go mm-hmm. back in terms of like, how did we get to be like the milestones that you've hit? So what milestones have you hit recently? Milestones,
1: business milestones specifically, yeah. I'm guessing. So well... <laughs> In the first nine months of my business, so this was—it's been ten months now. So this was just a month ago. I hit 100k revenue, which was mind blowing. I'm gonna say that's my biggest milestone. I have a few other ones that I'll share, but that one was really mind blowing. It was a goal of mine to—I really was like, if I start this business and if I'm able to make like 4k a month, that is gonna be wild. Like I was just like, that's gonna be wild. (laughs) Like that. um, That I would consider that a success. But I even following you, a couple other people who were who are talking about, oh, I hit a hundred K revenue in a year. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well that can that be me one day? So I do the whole, you know, uh, like vision boards and stuff yeah. like that journaling. And so that was one of my goals when I started out. I was like, could I do a hundred K in a year? I don't know. I don't know. But I just write it down, yeah. you know? Uh, and so I did that. And to see that being hit in nine months to me is was I'm like, you know, I'm blown past that Even a month later. And so I was really shocked and in disbelief. I still am in disbelief, honestly, (laughs) that that I could even hit that in the first nine months of my business. The other thing is that even being able to hit, I think I hit 5K in that first month that I launched, which to me was even, I was like, what? That's a fluke. Every (laughs) time I hit a milestone, I'm like, that was a fluke. That's not going to happen again. (laughs) And then seeing when I was able to hit, you know, these consistent at least 10K months or more, like even that, just seeing, Ha- that happened for month after month was really reassuring to me because every time that happened, it was a milestone. But then I was like, "Well, I don't know if that's going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> and so it was, you know, the building the recurring revenue. When I was like, "Okay, I'm actually building recurring revenue. I'm actually building systems. I'm ba- building passive funnels." And a huge thing for me is I'm able to work fifteen to twenty hour work weeks. I have a family that I want to spend my time yeah. with, and I don't have all this free time, and so. Uh, I really had to, from the from the get go, really create. That's a milestone for me. It's like the 100K. Yeah. That's a huge milestone. But a, another milestone or worth, something worth celebrating for me is I'm able to maintain my work life balance and only keep this to 15, 20 hours. In the summer, like for three months, I was working literally 10 hours a week, but I had built all these passive funnels. A lot of that was through your help. Like I had, you know, taking scalability. Uh, what was it? Around the clock, thing. I was even in your mini mind, like just I was able to set myself up so that I could take three months of low working yeah. and still see my highest income months. To me, I was like, this is working. Yeah. this is really working. And so I would say those are those would be things that to me is worth celebrating because I don't care about the money if I'm you know working myself into the ground yeah. and not being able to see my family. The whole reason I'm doing this the reason I didn't take a nine to five or something like that was because I want to spend my time with my family and I want to do the things that I love. I
0: love that so much. Okay. I have a question for you. This is kind of a, a big question, but what do you feel like are the biggest factors that you feel like have contributed to your success? Like if you could give me like three, five, I don't know, whatever you feel like in terms of numbers, but like what are like the biggest factors? Because I mean, hitting 100K in nine months is huge. You're gonna hit 100K months too. Well, we'll come back. We'll do a follow up part two episode. When you hit I'll do follow up. Uh, it's coming. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Um, but also being able to do that while working very few hours is like so 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 amazing. But for someone who's listening to this, they're like, okay, cool. Like that's great that you did that. But like, what does that mean for me? Like, how do I set myself up for success? What would you say?
1: Hmm. Ooh, that's a hard question. Okay. Uh, the biggest factors into this, I would say I would actually go back to that first part we were talking about, the all-in mentality, yeah. where I'm a very much like fly by the sea in my pants in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I also like to plan and strategize. So I, I think there was the I'm all-in. I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but I am 100%, I am not allowing this to fail, yeah. kind of thing. So, even that belief, I like even writing out my big goals, my vision for my life. I've, I've done that all, you know, every year. I'll, I'll do that ever since I was a teenager. Yeah. I've done that. And so, it was really like, what kind of life do I want? And really seeing that in my mind. And I, it's not like a ooh mystical type thing, but it really is a okay, I need to see where I want to yeah. be. And so that would be one thing. The second thing is you do legitimately need tools and strategies. And so, legitimately, and like I'm not just saying this, really taking, uh, following your journey, investing in your courses was huge. I would recommend that 100%. I, I really would not have had the tools to build an offer suite or system. There's so many, so many little things that go into it that I had no idea about. And I really needed to learn those things. And I'm very much a doer.
0: Like I, to a fault. You are (laughs) are a doer. Anything that I would like, even in the mini mind, what I'd be like, you'd ask a question and be like, yeah, you should go do this. Like the next day you're like, okay, I did it. What's next? And I'm like, wow, like you, you are a doer 100%. I can back that up.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I was probably a handful because I was like, all right, set up that funnel, did my tripwire yesterday. Now what's no, next? I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah. And so such a doer. So it was not only learning those things. I had I learned from other people as well. I took a few other, you know, master classes and listened to different podcasts, but I would just immediately implement those things and say, okay, what's next? What's next? And so it was the tools and strategy actually implementing it and giving my myself and I'm also an 8 I don't know if you know Enneagram but eights are very much like you cannot yeah. <laughs> there is no there's no option for that and you're always striving to be your best and so I don't think willpower alone can get you there for sure that's not even my piece of advice but more of how my personality played yeah. into it yeah and so and then I think really having support support is is huge support from my husband my family my close friends and even people within the community so big. And I think I would not have been able to pivot had I not, I think this is the visibility piece and the building your brand yeah. piece where I, there's a lot where I'm like, you can't just like show up and, you know, say, all right, I'm starting a business who's in yeah. <laughs> and there will be crickets. So, uh, even with, you know, the community that I was able to build through my account, this is separate from my like family support. That's that was the number one. But uh, on an Instagram level, like that visibility was so huge. Like, just really investing a year into building my brand, uh, really pouring into the community, putting out free value for yeah. a year, <laughs> um, and really honing in on what kind of brand I wanted to be and what kind of presence I wanted to be in the community was so huge. And then to being able to shift into starting a business off of that. You, you can't really, I don't really think you can, that can be successful without that. first No, system. for
0: sure. And I think, you know, it makes me think of like all of the, the big names that you would look at in the, in like in this online space, like we're looking at like Jenna Kutcher, we're looking at like Amy Porterfield, like almost every single person that I can think of had that period of time where they were just like giving and giving and giving and building that community and is that to say that like you can't start monetizing you know right off the bat no that's not at all what I'm saying but also like there is just so much importance in having that visibility and building that community and I 100% agree that because you spent that time and again it doesn't have to be like if you're listening you're like I don't have a year you know to like yeah be building it that's totally fine everyone's journey is so different but I think for you like having that year where you did build this community of people who know like and trust you when you're like hey I'm gonna start monetizing these people are like I'm in like I'm already invested in you like I'm already here like I'm ready for anything that you have to offer and I think that that's so important I think that's a huge piece that people don't look at when they're mm-hmm. like oh yeah well like easy for you you know like 100k you know in nine months it's like that's great I could never do that but it's like I'm not saying that you can't do that, but like if you don't have the visibility and like you don't have the exposure and you're not putting your time and energy into pouring into like building a community and building a brand and alongside of that, you're building that no like trust factor, like it's going to be pretty hard for you to hit that. And so I think that that is so important. And I think um you bringing that up thank yes. you for bringing that up because i do think that that's yeah. that's so 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 huge yes absolutely something else that i want to hit on really quickly is your schedule so when you're talking about working you know these 10 hour weeks during the summer or even now where it's like 15 to 20 hour weeks like they're like how is that even possible for you so like what did your schedule look like how do you go about scheduling out the different tasks that you have to do like is there some, some certain like organizational process like systems like give us all yeah. give us a rundown on that. All that. <laughs> great, great question. I could probably talk a long
1: time about it. So, to condense it in, you know, 2 minutes or something like that. <laughs> One is that I just by necessity of being a working mom from when I first when I had my first kid at uh, I don't know, 24, 25. Yeah. And was working. And I had to learn from that point, like, how do I juggle it all? I was, I didn't want to be a stay at home mom. I also didn't want to be like a working full time mom. I wanted, yeah. I wanted it all. <laughs> and so I had to be like, okay, how do I maximize these two hours today? How do I maximize nap time? I have yep. one and a half hours. How do, I-? so, For and my oldest kid is almost going to be nine. She's eight and a half right now. So I've been a mother for nine, nine years basically. And so, and that whole time I've been working, of course, taking maternity leave and things like that. Sometimes I'd be working five hours a week, sometimes 10, sometimes 30 during that time. So I think over time, just learning how to, how do you can, how can you pack a lot in within one hour? Two hours just knowing how to be efficient that has been built over a long time, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And so, so there was that, which isn't really tangible. Sorry <laughs> for everybody listening, <laughs> it's great. I'm, all, I'm just kidding, I'll like a, a million things uh, and multitask. It's, it's amazing. So, the second thing would be uh, really. Prioritizing the things that need to be done and really having those musts at the top has always been, you know. A lot of times, I'll have even two hours to work in a day, uh, and I'll always have my priority list and say what What are the things that must be done? And you always need to do those first. And I also cut out any fluff. I also am very fine with being imperfect, and so that's something that you really have to be okay with. I think at least for me, I needed I need to be okay with that and I need to say, you know what, I'm going to give this my all and I want this resource or this masterclass or you know, this coaching container to be high 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 value, but it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to have to be okay with that. I'm going to be able to put out these guides and there's going to be some mistakes or I could have spent 5 more hours on it and maybe it could have been way better, but you just have to be okay with the imperfection and you know saying like no this is this is going to deliver this is going to pack a punch and I'm going to now move on to my next thing and so yeah. there's that too and then I think for content because being a content creator in and of itself is a full-time job let's be honest oh, for sure. <laughs> like without even starting my business I was like "Um, oh, this is already a full-time job excuse me <laughs> 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 yeah. three pieces of content a week Uh, is a lot. I used to put out one piece of content every single day, which I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't know that. But uh, really batching. It was really knowing how to batch your content, really knowing how to have those streamlined systems. I teach that as well, is really going to be able to move you, move the needle forward. So I think on that content side, having that year to really make a seamless process of not seamless, some days it's not seamless, <laughs> <Some> <laughs> not <to> <laughs> uh, but getting a lot better at that. And then being able then to add that business component and say, okay, we we always need to be priority. I The other thing is I would love to build a bigger team. I hired my first person on my team, uh, a copywriter who is helping me a lot in the past two months. That's been really, 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 really helpful. Hopefully yeah. I'll get to a part in my business. Maybe next year I'll have a few more people. That would be amazing. Yeah. And so I'd say just... A combination of those things is what what I would recommend.
0: I love that. When you were talking about prioritizing the most important tasks, how do you go about knowing what is the most important thing to prioritize? Mm, mm. <laughs>
1: so good. Okay, I, two two answers to that question. One is okay. So I watched all of your master classes of last year. So that was very very helpful. You talked about income producing activities. I was like, yeah. that makes complete sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I come from a family of business owners who, like, I've seen my mom, my dad, my brother, my grandparents, like, them all like kill it at business. And so, I think watching that modeled, and then plus getting my own training and seeing, you know, prioritizing income-producing activities. You don't go, you don't go off and do all these things that aren't going to do that. And so, I think really thinking through. What are those things each day? which things are really moving the needle, and then which things are you know this this can wait, and you just have to be you just have to train yourself in knowing which of those things can wait or which of those things you just need to let go of. There are so many things i have so i have I'm like one of those like idea generators where I'm like, I want to do these five hundred things, and this would be amazing. And I had to, <laughs> yeah, you, you can, I, you're. so, and it would be like, okay, I'm going to not do those 80 ideas and I'm going to stick to this one. Cause I know this is, this is what's going to be best for working in my business and,
0: and really setting up that foundation. I love that. I also think, too, you know, I always and I think that this is such a I don't know if cliche is the right word, but like we hear this a lot where it's just like, oh, if you give yourself an hour to clean your house, then you'll you know, it'll only take an hour. But if you give yourself six hours, but it's like for me, that is so true in my business where it's like and this was a huge realization that I had when I went on my trip to Israel a few years ago. Um, where I came back and I was like, okay, when I was in Israel, I gave myself 30 minutes. Like, it's like, what do I do in these 30 minutes? It's the most important Mm -hmm. things. Whereas prior to that, I was like, okay, well, I have 10 hours or 12 hours in a day. It's like, yeah, of course I'm going to like, not like prioritize something that's important, you know? And I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, well I can just do it tomorrow. Or, you know, I have five hours to get done with this task when instead I could have just said, okay, well you have 30 minutes or you have one hour. And like, obviously every task is going to have a different like time frame that mm-hmm. you can put on there and like kind of cap yourself. And the more that you do things in your business, the mm-hmm. more that you'll also know how long they take. So like for example, it's like checking emails. Like I used to say like, okay, well I'll just check my email a few times per day. Now for me it's like I check my emails in the morning. It takes me, you know, I give myself literally a 15 minute limit. I have a limit on my phone <laughs> so it cuts me off after 15 minutes and I'm like okay anything that I didn't get to I can just get to tomorrow and so I think that that's really important too and again it's like yes. something that we hear so often where it's like but if you just give your- it, it's but it's so true it's like if you give yourself two hours and you're like I only have two hours what are you going to prioritize? And what are you going to get done in that time frame? So I love that so much.
1: Yeah, that is so true, and I'm so excited for your motherhood life. I'm just like, oh, I I can't wait to watch how you incorporate everything as a mother. <laughs> I am giddy to to see you on that journey. Uh, you're gonna. You've already set yourself up so well to you know, you. from a business and being a mom. I'm just watching, you know, from the sidelines. And so something that that reminds me of of I I didn't have an option to take longer for a certain task. So it's so true. It's like, yeah, like I even yesterday I did a timer to be like, I need to finish this workbook that I'm putting out for my class in minutes. Like that's what I have right now. But it would really be all nap time. It's like my child is waking up in one and a half hours, maybe less. So if I'm not done, it's not going to be done. Like that's that's what you got. You know what I mean? And so or my kids, they're gonna I pick them up at two o'clock every day and and then it's done. Like that's, that's literally, you have very real time limits. And so it's kind of like you either do it or you literally won't be able to. (laughs) So um, yeah, like that was, that really forces you to know what to prioritize, I think. For
0: sure. Okay. I want to pivot the conversation to totally something different to kind of wrap up you know, it's one thing for us to achieve something for ourselves. And it's so big to achieve those things for ourselves, like hitting 100k in nine months, like celebrating the freaking heck out of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, But I also know that you are helping other people to achieve results as well. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear maybe one, two stories of like exactly how you've helped other people. So maybe examples of how you've helped other people in your space to be able to grow and excel and to hit their goals. Because I know that you are a living, breathing example of achieving it and helping other people to achieve it too. Oh, thank you so much. I want to tell everybody's stories. <laughs> uh,
1: so, okay. One one really fun story I, that just came to my mind right now is a person who, she's also running a Bookstagram account. A lot of people in this the book niche are also writers, or wanting to publish a book someday. That's not everybody. That's not me. I'm not I'm not secretly working on a book or anything, but a lot <laughs> of people are. And a lot of people start these accounts because they're like, okay, now I'm going to grow this platform and then I'm going to use this platform to launch my debut book and you know become this successful author. And so yeah. that's a lot of people's dreams. And so I work with a lot of people who are in that boat, also people who are not in that boat. But for an example of this person who had been growing her community and she was working full-time I believe and also really wanting to rebrand make that pivot of like I really want to be an author I really want to launch this I also need to make money so I can cut reduce hours on my full-time job so I can actually write. that's a huge issue for writers It's like you work a full-time job and you're expected to write your full books <laughs> and market and publish them and grow an Instagram account. it's it's a lot yep. and so for her I helped her uh, she I think she we did just uh, one-on-one coaching she might have taken one of my courses but i helped her really audit her account like see how to actually rebrand and pivot so that her community would be able to s- see that she is going to be you know publishing and writing a book helped yeah. her uh, help set her up with monetization like brand and author collaborations and things like that she was mind blown we only worked together for 6 weeks or 2 months like something like that and she she was like if i was able to make 2k a month i would be able to Reduce my hours at work, and I'd be able to spend time writing. And we did that. She, we literally did that in six weeks. Where she's nice. like, "What? What? <laughs> How did I already in this first month make two to three k from all these things that you've taught me?" And I've been able to, you know, pursue. She, she's releasing her book, <laughs> and it's just so amazing to be to be watching her say, like, "Okay, I'm living the life that I had hoped for myself," and I needed to make a lot of these pivots. Um, there was another. debut author who I, you know, walked with her throughout the whole launching process. She was also working full time, like many people are uh, having a family and things like that, but was able to be like, okay, this is how you can maximize your time on Instagram. And she's like, how can I like Instagram again, it can be a full time job if you let it. (laughs) But we're like, we're not gonna do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then helping her have a whole book launch strategy and post strategy so that she's able to hit her goals uh, she was able to top the Amazon charts with her book release, and how to keep the momentum going. Because a lot of times with authors, you have your release, kind of like a live launch in a lot of ways, where you have your whole launch strategy, you launch your book, and then at your like one month later, you're like, now what do I do? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and how do you keep the momentum <laughs> going?
1: Yes, it's like yeah. how do you build those funnels? How do you uh, you know be still funneling people to purchasing from you, and also continue to run your account in such a way that people are going to continue, you know, not only following, but joining your community, reading your books and staying so that they're following your author journey for the next books. And so one last, one last very, very quick story, because uh, I was like, these are author stories. I ha- I recently worked with a client who was, he's not an author, but um, a bookstagrammer. And she was, she had a lot of goals as well with you know, I want to be able to make X amount of money so that I can do X. Uh, you know, with a family, things like that. And so, within that month that we worked together, she, she, it's so, it's just so. I love being able to help people <laughs> and help them live the life that they want for themselves. Where she was like, "How do I make?" I don't know. Even though she wanted to make two to four thousand dollars a month, uh, yeah. she wanted to be able to grow her business as well. And she, at, by the end of that month, container, she was like. I have literally made double the amount that I'm normally making um, from my account. I You have doubled the amount of clients that I was able to intake that I've had in the whole year because of yeah. these different strategies. And I now know how to move forward with my business and make a stable income. And so really, just really exciting stuff. I, I just love being able to be a part of that journey. And I'm legitimately like... More, I've only seen in the past since I've started my business uh, 10 months ago now only more and more people are are doing what I'm doing and so I like it's it's gonna I think it's just gonna keep growing and so
0: I love that so 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 much. Thank you for sharing that. Um, again, you just totally embody everything that you teach everything that you value. Um, Not that I'm surprised whatsoever, um, but I'm glad that I was able to ask that question and we could see a little bit more of the impact that you're making. My last, very last question for you is where can people find you? If they want to connect with you more, if they want to know more about your offers, where can they find you? Yes. So I
1: am on Instagram at Booked Till Dawn. Really quick, so funny. That was a really random handle I created for myself like two years ago, but I am at Booked Till Dawn. And at my website, com. those would be the two main places that you can find me. But I'm also, you know, on all the places as well, uh, TikTok, Threads, and uh, also just launched, just launched a blog. This is going to be released months later, but also have a blog there as well. Uh, find me on my email list, things like that. So that is where you can find me.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your wealth of knowledge, for sharing your experiences. I, uh, I adore you. Thank you so much for uh, your time.
1: I need to say thank you as well. I, I really tell people like I'm here because, uh, in a big part because of you, and so I have to thank you as well for being there with me and giving me all the tools and support and inspiration I need to, to really start my own journey. So I'm, this is surreal. I'm like, how am I here right now? <laughs> Uh, I
0: appreciate really awesome. you so much. You are hyping me up way too much. <laughs> I'm seriously so honored and so grateful to have been a part of your journey. It's been so cool keeping up with you. And like when you message me and you're like, ah, I just did XYZ, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like uh, it just makes me so, so, so happy. And I'm so grateful that I was able to bring you onto the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.